Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by freshman from the Boston University women's hockey team, Maeve Kelly. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Maeve, and how's everything going? It's going really well, and thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, I guess I said that you're a freshman. Are you, I'm, I'm assuming you're technically a sophomore. I don't know what to call you during the summer just because it's in between everything. Yeah, um, I've been finishing up freshman year, just starting to head into the sophomore year. Yeah, nice. I think that the upcoming freshmen took our spots now, so I think we can move up one. All right, I'll, I'll say you're a sophomore then. So, But how has your offseason been going so far, and do you have any plans this summer, whether it's hockey-related or not? Yeah, um, hockey, the offseason started, we hit it hard in the spring at school, and now that I'm back home, like it just was easier that we were hitting it hard at school to me to continue hitting it hard when I came home. And uh, me and Lacey Martin, who's also on my team, she's from here as well. Um, we've been working out together the past few weeks and we've been home. And obviously I'm going to get on the ice and stuff. And I'm doing there's this new league it's called like the Selly League. So it's a bunch of games with girls around uh, Minnesota who are also playing either in the professional league or D1 and it's just like a bunch of games with them so that'll be fun too. That's awesome. What do you want to work on regarding your game? Is there something you're focusing on this summer to so you that you want to improve? Yeah, I think um obviously getting back in touch with fundamentals with like my skating, my shooting, my stick handling, like really honing in on those areas so that I can have quicker shots off the blue line and really get myself involved in the D zone in the offensive zone. Like I like to create turnovers and I just really want to help my team offensively, so that's awesome. Well, we'll get to more questions about uh, the upcoming season and the offseason, because obviously there was a lot of news regarding your team with that. But I want to transition now and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. So my first question to you about that is uh, doing research on yourself. Like you sort of mentioned, you're from Minnesota, particularly Victoria, Minnesota. What was it like growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so um, my town's like kind of a smaller rural town in Minnesota, so I'm like kind of outside of the cities a bit. Um, so I grew up playing hockey for as long as I can remember, but I have three older siblings and they're like quite a bit older than me. So I was always like dragged around to the rinks as a little kid and I just run around and have a blast with all the other siblings. So that was, I was kind of thrown into the rink at an early age, but at the same time, I didn't want to play hockey at all when I was super little. Like I didn't want to do it. So I played every other sport under the sun. And then I finally got to school and all my friends had been playing hockey and they were talking about it. And I was like, I begged my parents to let me play. So I started that and um, I loved it ever since. And I played boys hockey until like throughout my whole childhood, I played boys hockey and then I played two years of girls youth hockey and then I played high school. So I played high school, eighth grade to 12th grade, obviously. And um, I think playing boys hockey helped my game a lot with the physicality level of it because you have to be physical. Obviously, like if I wasn't physical, if I didn't initiate that contact, I'm going to get bumped off the puck. I'm not going to be able to keep up. So Playing boys hockey obviously like really helped my game a lot and growing those friendships with those guys. I like still talk to all of them to this day and being able to see them play their careers and where they've gone um, has been super cool as well. Um, and there's really like nothing like hockey Minnesota. So going to have asked for a better place to grow up to be the hockey player I am today. 
where some of the guys that you were playing with are today? I'm assuming like the USHL and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So a few of them are in the NAL, um, some are in the USHL, and then like Sam Renzel, Jimmy Snuggerud, obviously like bigger names that I grew up playing with as well. That's pretty cool. Obviously, Snuggerud's killing it right now with um, oh, the yeah. Gophers, and we'll be doing that soon with the Blues uh, sometime in the near future. So now was that transition from boys hockey to girls hockey? Like, was that a tough transition for you? regarding the physicality because i know at least talk to a majority of women's hockey players a lot of them like think body checking should be in the game just because they think it would help the game grow a little bit better i'm just curious what your perspective is on that transition that you made and if you think there should be a little more physicality in women's hockey yeah i think at first definitely their transition was a bit hard for me because i'd get thrown in the box or i'd get yelled at here or there for using my body too much at the younger levels but and even in high school, up into high school, like I get penalties for using my body or throwing my body around here or there because I was bigger than like taller than a lot of the girls my age at the time. So I think that though, as I've transitioned into college, like the refs kind of let it go a lot more. So that's nice that we can use our bodies a lot more now. But I think that if we can introduce that at a younger age, obviously, like teaching girls how to hit, how to hit cleanly, how to hit properly to use their bodies to get better position of the puck. I think that that would um, up the game and up the pace a lot. And I think that girls should be allowed to use their bodies. And I think that obviously girls are starting to do so. So I think the rules should change to allow that to keep happening. Now, growing up, who was your favorite player? I'm assuming probably someone on the wild. Yeah, um, I think Zach Parisi, obviously, that's like a cliche answer for a lot of girls in Minnesota growing up. Zach Parisi was someone that I really liked, obviously. But for some reason, also, Carey Price was someone that I love to watch, too, goalie. And then T.K. Subban, I also like a lot. And I still like him now with his commentary and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Bruins fan. So Carey Price is not definitely was not my favorite player growing up, but. Game seven, 2011, uh, in that quarterfinals, my favorite Carey Price moment when Horton scored that goal to advance the Bruins. But that's ne neither here or there, obviously. But before BU, you played your high school hockey at Holy Family. Uh, just talk about uh, your experience uh, with that school. Yeah, so I started playing um, high school hockey in eighth grade. So I went to private school so I could play for a private school, which Holy Family is. So playing there at such a young age, I was, I played forward my whole life. And then I get to high school tryouts and my coach, Randy Keppel, who was my coach for all five years that I was there, um, he goes, no, I'm going to put you back at D. And I was just like, okay, like if it's getting me on the team, if I can play, like I'll do what I need to do to play. And so I, he did, he put me back there and I just fell in love with it. Like it was something that I could just do and I understood the game from back there. And I just never knew that that was a position I was meant to be in until then. Um, I think playing at Holy Family really allowed me to grow a lot as well. Um, I played with a lot of great players at Holy Family as well, like that are playing D1 and are very successful in their careers right now. So I think playing with all those girls, they're pushing me to be my best. So I came out the best version of myself at Holy Family. And I think that we had like a team first mentality and we were all sisters. So it was just a really fun experience. Can you elaborate a little bit more about some of the players you got to play with? Because like you mentioned, you played with some great players, obviously Madison Kaiser, who's currently with the Gophers, Taylor Keppel, who's committed to play with St. Anselm next year, Shay Mesner, who's currently with Dartmouth, Sedona Blair, who's committed to UNH, like just so many great players and commits. What was it like being their teammates? And do you have any stories about them off the ice? Because I feel like a lot of people know them as hockey players, yeah. but not as people. 
Um, I, there's definitely a lot of crazy stories with those girls. Like we all have big personalities and we love to have fun with each other. Um, I remember one day we had a game and our bus didn't show up because it was snowing and it was just crazy and our bus didn't show up. So we all had to drive ourselves. So we all just packed into this one car and we're trying, we're cranking music, trying to get ready for the game and get to the game on time. And it was just, it's just always a great time with all of them. And, um, they made me really like want to come to the rink every day and get better. And I knew I was going to have such a fun time at practice. Like if we were skating or if we were just doing some drill, like those girls all just made the experience so much better. And I'm so happy and excited to see where they're going to go with their careers and that all of them are already excelling right now. Which car had the, were you a driver or were you a passenger in that trip? Oh, I was a passenger in that <laughs> trip. I don't know if I could take all the the outside noise from everybody. Which car were you in? Do you remember? Um, I believe we were in Maddie Morgan. She plays for Brown now. She Her parents like dropped off their big SUV so we all could fit our bags and everybody in there. So she was driving and she was typically the driver because she had like a big truck as well like, earlier in our freshman years. And so she she was driver and she was doing a good job. And she You could tell she was overwhelmed by everybody, but she she did a good job. As long as the music's blaring and everyone's having a good time, that's all that counts. So what's the best memory you have from your high school hockey days when you look back on it now? I'm assuming some of the lot of players say it's a lot of the off the ice stuff that they remember more than the stuff that happened on the ice. Yeah. Um, any of our up north trips. So at the beginning of the year, we'd always have games that were like four or five hours up north. We played like Rose or War Road. And so we'd stay overnight up there. And like some of my best memories happened when we're staying up there in these hotels or in these cabins. And it's just like such a great bonding time. And you get to room with people who you normally wouldn't. And it's just such an amazing time. And another one would probably have to be, I think it was my senior year, we played Chaska Chan, which was like the club that I grew up playing for when I was younger. And so I think it was one of our first home games. And almost our whole school like showed up for that game. And it was just the rink was the most packed I've ever seen it for a boys or a girls game. And it was full and it was loud. And it was just like, that's probably the most fun I've ever had playing a game. Well, who has the best student section in Minnesota? Ooh, um, that's a tough one. I like, I want to say Holy Family, but like that's where my loyalties lie because we're such a small school that our whole school comes when we do like, have bigger games but I want to say like this year I feel like Minnetonka or like Edina they both had very good student sections at like the tourney this year so it's always cool to see how many people come out just to watch hockey Minnesota because that's just it's the state of hockey and everyone loves to watch it and play it even if they're not playing it competitively people are just constantly like playing Pondy or open skate and it's just it's the best environment that I've ever I've ever seen in a hockey aspect. Now, we were talking about this before we started recording, but I'm an East Coast guy uh, from New England. So obviously, we I would say New England is a big hockey area, but it's a little bit different than Minnesota, where a lot of people have to go to prep school or sort of leave their home in order to sort of be successful in hockey. But in Minnesota, it's a lot different than that. You guys get to play for your public high school and sort of compete competitively and get noticed by colleges, which I think is kind of crazy because you not, never really hear that out here. And to sell out an NHL rink for a high school hockey game is pretty unbelievable, if I will say so myself. So what's it like sort of being in that Minnesota high school hockey atmosphere and what, what makes it so special from your perspective? 
yeah, like honest, like I said, there's really nothing like hockey in Minnesota. It's just there's just such a camaraderie with everyone that plays because yeah, you play so you play for your high school from the fall until the spring when your season ends for playoffs. And then in the summertime, you're on these like club teams, which like your travel team will like throw together different teams. And so you get to play with girls that you're playing against or that you normally wouldn't play with, which is so cool. Cause like I got to play with Caitlin Roberts, Sloan Matthews, Emma Peschel, like they're always on my team growing up. So, and then when you get to play them again during the season, when they're playing for their high schools, it's just so fun because you're playing against your friends and it's just, it's the best feeling to like know that you guys are playing against each other and you know what to do. And like, if I'm pinning a girl against the boards, like we'll have a laugh and then we'll keep going with the rest of the game. But it's just, um, it, it was really incredible playing in Minnesota because some of the best girls in division one hockey came out of Minnesota. So I got to play against some of the best girls in the nation growing up for five years of my hockey career. So I think that really, helped me get ready to transition into the D1 level because I was playing against girls who are D1 caliber players. So I think that transition was a little bit easier because I was used to that speed, that physicalness, that talent, because that was already what I was playing against throughout the whole time growing up. And I think that that really helped me a lot in my game and pushing me to be better every game because I was having to play against girls who were faster than me, who had better skill. I think it helped me to improve my game a lot. Is it weird being out here, at least going to college in the East Coast and just talking to some of your teammates just about how different it all is here? Yeah, like I'll say like, oh, yeah, I played high school hockey. Like you played high school hockey. <laughs> like out there, like high school hockey is like, oh, like you're not that great. Like usually more better people will go like the prep school or something like that. So they're like, oh, you play high school. I'm like it's a lot different. <laughs> like the crazy, it's crazy. Like playoff hockey here, it's just like those ranks are full across the state. Like every game, the rinks are just full and it's just insane because like me and my friends, like we know people who are playing on teams across the state. So you're always going to a game like you and your friends are always going to watch hockey. And it's just so fun, like having someone on a team that, you know, all the time and you're just getting to watch hockey all the time. And that's what people love to do here is watch hockey. So I think that also helps everyone improve a lot as well. Like hockey IQ, like the more you watch hockey, the more you're going to be able to read different situations. So. This might be a controversial question, but what's a better hockey state, Minnesota or Mass? I'm going to say Minnesota. i got to stay loyal to it, obviously. But I do love playing in Boston for all the different fans and getting to go across Hockey East. Like, it's a bus right away. Most schools, mm-hmm. like <clears throat> Vermont, like, those are weekend trips. But, like, the fans that come to those games, and obviously I've been to men's games as well, and those sell out. Those are fun games to go to. Um like the fans there are obviously great as well. And I love to play there. If I couldn't play here, obviously playing Massachusetts is, is a close second for me. I have to disagree with you with that, Maeve. Just, I think Mass is a great hockey state that's underrated, in my opinion. Um, I think what makes us our state kind of cool is you can play prep school hockey and club hockey at the same time. So you're facing different competition in different games, and it's a lot like a college hockey or pro schedule. So it really helps you develop. Where yeah. I feel like you don't get that in Minnesota sometimes. So... That's sort of what that's one difference that I, I think is I, th- that's sort of the biggest difference I noticed uh, just from a playing aspect. But I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we have some good hockey people here in Mass that deserve more love, in my opinion. So, yeah, yeah. we needed yeah. there needs to be a thing. I know Canada does this where they have these Canadian games where different provinces yeah. play each other. I think America needs to do that. 
just because I would love to see Team Mass versus Team Minnesota and just to sort of settle that debate. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be that would be incredible. That would be a fun time for sure. Well, talk a little bit about your recruitment process to BU. What made you want to come out east and play uh, for the Terriers? Yeah, so um, I really just I visited, obviously, and the campus is just incredible. Like you walk down the street, Fenway is just at the end and there's so many different universities and different people like throughout Boston and Boston is just like an iconic city with a ton of history. And obviously like academics was a big part for me because I like want to go to med school after college, obviously. So the academic part was a big thing for me and BU has like one of the most prestigious academic universities in, in the country. So that also helped me a lot. And with the history of BU women's hockey, like with some of the greats playing there, like Pooh and our coach now, Tara Watcher, played there as well. They had such a great legacy building up. And I'm just excited to see where our team can take that because like obviously they had a good long run of winning hockey East and having tournament appearances. And I'm excited to see if we can continue that on. What was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it the speed of the game, the physicality, or just the less time and space you have with the puck, especially as a defense defender? Because like you were mentioning, one of the things you're working on this summer is sort of creating turnovers at the blue line. And I think that's such an adjustment for a lot of players because there's it's the game so much faster or it's harder to sort of uh, get good puck possession and move along the blue line to sort of set up plays, especially on the power play and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think that definitely like the speed of the game was an adjustment for sure. And like how physical everyone was like, there's not just two or three girls who like to use their body. Like everyone puts their body on the puck. Everyone's going to go after it with a full hundred percent speed. Um, I think that the speed and like being able to be in a good position off the puck, because in high school, like if you're not in the best position off the puck, you can, you can get back and get in a good position pretty quick, but the game changes so fast that if you're not in that good position off the puck that you can be in a bad position like for an odd man rush or anything like that. So I think that, yeah, with the less time and space with the puck, um, I think I was used to being able to skate the puck a bit in high school and having to make those quick decisions, quick passes, quick movements. Um, I think that was an adjustment for sure. What's it like playing in hockey use and just the competition you face every weekend? I think it's the most underrated conference in college hockey. Like a whole, I think hockey East deserves more respect, in my opinion. And obviously, you have some talented teams and players that you go against every weekend. And I'm really excited for next year because I feel like the conference is sort of wide open. I think anyone has a shot to win it. Yeah, I agree. I think hockey East is just such a great conference to be a part of. Like every weekend, you are facing such a great opponent. And I think that, and I love all the rinks in hockey East as well. Like playing in all of those, like there's such great arenas, great atmospheres, and obviously like this year we had played against some great players like that top line from Vermont the top line from Northeastern like we're playing teams that are obviously frozen four caliber teams like Northeastern was and um, I think playing against those girls obviously when you play against good competition it brings out the best game in yourself and I think that that really challenged our team and I think every game is a challenge in hockey East and it's just really really great confidence. I'm excited for you guys to see the new UConn rank um, next year because I liked Freitas a lot, but it had a lot of character. But this new one, I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures, but it's very nice. Yeah, I have seen the pictures. I think we we were their last series in their old rink. Your last ever game at, at, at Freitas was BU-UConn. So you can say that if anyone ever asks you about that. 
Now, freshman year, you, there were some highlights from your season. I think the biggest one, even though it was a loss, you guys got to play at Fenway Park. I want to ask you sort of about that experience, getting the chance to play at such an iconic ballpark, because I assume when you were getting recruited to BU, that's not something that you sort of thought was ever going to happen. Yeah, um, it's definitely like a once in a lifetime experience, and it was so incredible. Like, I can't even put into words, like, the feelings that you go through when you, like, walk out onto that field. So the night before our game, we had like our practice skate. And so we took the T, which is like the train down. I saw those pictures. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. So we took the T from our rink down to Fenway and we were just like taking in every moment of it. Like we had such high anticipation and everything from that because we had watched the winter classic like days before our game happened. And the us freshmen, we were in hotel Commonwealth, which is like right behind Fenway. So Mine and I was rooming with Sydney Healy at the time. Our room looked out on Fenway so we could see everything that was like happening during the Winter Classic, which was so cool. And all the people that were coming to Boston during that time also was just like insane. And um, so we got to the rink that night and it was snowing for our practice, which is just like, it's like anything like great you want for an outdoor game was happening. Like during our practice, it was snowing. It was just, we were having so much fun. Like we were just, it was like, yeah, we were getting our legs warm. We were having a practice, but at the same time, like we were all just taking a moment and like taking it all in because when you're playing in that game, you kind of, you got to focus in, you got to like, yeah, you're playing at Fenway, but let's focus on what's happening right now. So I think we were taking that practice as our moment to like look around and take it all in. And it was just so cool. Like we were in the batting cage was like our locker room. So that was also really cool. Like you're just sitting there and you're like, wow, like this is where like the baseball players are playing and, and then during the game, the first period, it was snowing. So the first period it was snowing. So the ice is like a little, a little choppy because of the snow and it was still a little bit warm, but we just came out and it was just like crazy. Like I can't even put into words how like insane it felt. Like it was just such an incredible experience and I'll never forget that. Did anyone the T ask like uh, about what's going on? Cause I feel like I would, or people <laughs> or Bostonians more just minding their own business. They don't really care. I think we got some looks like what's going on. <laughs> they were all dressed in our gear, so I think they kind of got the hint, but no one really said anything out of the blue. Oh, wow. I'm surprised because I remember the Rangers did something different and people were at asking for pictures and stuff. Maybe it was the Leafs. I'm not sure who it was, but I thought that was pretty cool when they did that. Yeah. Now, another big moment from your team was when you guys got to play in the bean pot at your rival's uh, home rink in Boston College. What was it like uh, getting the chance to experience your first bean pot? Because I sort of compare it to the Minnesota high school hockey scene in the East Coast. If you're not from here, it's sort of hard to understand how big and awesome it is. And you got to be a part of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, the Bean Pot was definitely like it also an incredible experience. Like the amount of fans that were at BC's rink for both games, like our game against Northeastern and then BC versus Harvard. We stayed for a little bit and watched the beginning of that game, but. Yeah, the bean pot was just incredible. Like the the energy surrounding the bean pot is like what you said, it's like it's what surrounds the tournament. Like everyone knows and they're like, oh, it's bean pot tournament time. And it's just such a fun experience. You're playing on a Tuesday night, which you never do like other than for the bean pot. So it was just super, super fun. And I think like obviously next year I'm excited. I'm excited for my bean pot all four years. And I'm excited that we're a school that gets to participate in that because it's just so fun. Are you excited for the chance to play at the garden next year as well? Yeah, yeah, that'll be I'm so excited for that. Like I've we um did like a kind of like a cherry skate there. Like we were skating with little kids at TD Garden. I was like, well, like I'd never been in TD Garden before. 
mm-hmm. except for that that was my first time being in TD Garden and we went and watched the boys at um, TD Garden as well so yeah I'm excited to have the chance to play there for sure yeah I love going there for college hockey that's nothing like it and well, do you know if the consolation game is going to be there, or is it just the championship? I, I think they both are. I All think. right, good because the consolation game. I know you'll. Well, I don't know if you can admit it, but it's pretty bad. Like I don't know why they have to do it, but at least put it in the garden to at least make it a fun experience to be a part of. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now talk about your team's performance uh, this past season. Obviously not ideal, but I feel like there were some things that your team learned from this past season that will be a positive, and you can build off for next season as well. Yeah, obviously didn't end the way we wanted it to. We could have picked up a few more wins here or there like we would have liked to. But I think that this year could have been a learning year for us, for sure. Um, I think that obviously like we have our new coaches and Tara and Megan. Um, so I think that it's going to be a whole new fresh start for us next year, for sure. And I think that we all just are going to put that team first mentality into action. And I think that if we just are bringing our best selves to the rink every day and are just putting our best foot forward, that you're going to make the girl next to you want to put her best foot forward and so on and so forth. And I think that our team has so much room to grow because I think that when we come together and play our best games, like we're such a talented team and we can beat anyone we put our mind to. So I really hope that next year we can just really settle into that and like grind it out the beginning of the season and, really settle in and get our wins. Uh, what did you learn from that playoff game against Merrimack that you think is going to help you out for next year? Because it was obviously a hard-fought game. I'm just curious, as a from a freshman perspective, what you took away from that. Yeah, obviously with our my first playoff game in college hockey, um, I think it's just always important to like, never underestimate your opponent. Like doesn't matter what you're seeded. It's just playoff hockey. Like You're playing somebody. You want to move on. You want to win. Um, and I think that obviously like you got to up – your condition you've got to be ready for those overtime games because we took it to overtime it's it's extra time like you're not used to playing that much hockey but you got to have your body be and your mind be in the willing to not get tired and just push through and keep putting your best foot forward keep putting 100 percent effort in whether it's 30 seconds 20 seconds doesn't matter but just being able to give it your all for the whole game now let's talk about the off season because there was a lot of change going on with your program first off your former head coach brian derocher uh announced his retirement and obviously coach Tara Watchorn from Stonehill is coming back uh, to our alma mater to replace him. What was, what's been your perspective on everything that's happened and what's it like going through a coaching transition? Cause I feel like coach DeRocher from what I've been told is one of the nicest people in college hockey. And then obviously I had the chance to have coach Watchorn on a few months ago. And she's also a really nice person, really knowledgeable about the game and all the teams that she's coached have been super successful and I feel like your team's definitely going to take a huge jump next year with having her as the head coach. Yeah, I think we were all like sad for BD because he genuinely is one of the nicest people I think I've ever met in my entire life. And we're so proud and I'm just so grateful for all of the effort that he's put in these past 18 years of him coaching BU women's hockey. And he's really been the backbone of it for his whole entire years of coaching and when we switch over to Tara, I think we were all kind of excited for a fresh start for like some new blood. Like she had played here. She's been an assistant coach here. So some of the girls here still have played under her when she was the assistant coach here. And she just has been very successful in her career as a hockey player and as a coach, obviously. And I think we are all as a team, just so excited to see where she can take us because she has that team first mentality and she wants to push 
all of us to be our best, just like any coach. They want to make their players better and in the process pick up some wins along the way, obviously. But I'm really excited to see what she can bring to our team. And I think she's already shown us that she's going to be a great coach and a great leader. And I'm just excited to be able to follow in her footsteps and learn from her and really grow. And obviously with our other, the other members of our coaches have a brand new as well. And they are also very successful in their coaching careers and in their hockey careers. So we just have a strong group of coaches and our leadership group as well. And I'm excited to see where they can lead us to. And hopefully it's a hockey's championship. And I'm just really excited to learn from them and grow as a player and as a person under them. Is Coach Watchhorn's coaching style different than Brian DeRocher's? Or is um, it the same and there's sort of differences? I'm just yeah. curious about that. Yeah, um, I think Tara knows like the old game and the new game a bit better. I think um, or Brian DeRocher, I think he like stayed more towards the older side of the game and he liked to play in his systems and play well and obviously, but I haven't personally played under Tara yet, but I know like Brooke Disher has at the U18s and Brooke and I kind of have similar um, ideas of like what we like in a coach and like what we want them to be able to do for us and how we like want to win, obviously. And Brooke like really liked playing under her and um, she just is really aggressive. Like we're going to be like aggressive on the PK, aggressive all over the ice. So I think that that is just like going to really help us a lot, like being able to cause turnovers and just everything like that. So what's your goals and expectations for next season? I'm assuming, like you mentioned, it's to win a hockey's championship, but is there any other goals uh, that might be on your team's radar that fans aren't aware of? Um, I think honestly, just like putting our, having our best games, every game, like being able to be proud of the effort we put in every game, being proud of the way we play all three periods. Um, Obviously there's going to be missteps along the way, but I think we just want to, we want to grow as a team and we want to be a team that other teams are like, Oh, we're playing, we're playing Boston. U. like they're a good team. They're strong. We got to bring out our best. Like we want to be able to be a team that just wins games and, Obviously, I think us coming together and pushing each other to be better, I think it's just going to really be great for us. And obviously, hockey's championships like the goal, but I think if we can do like regular season champs and then at the end of the day, like win the tournament, I think that's like the end of the year goal for us. So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment where I ask you some non-hockey questions to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. I'll give you, I'll give some of my answers as well. So first one is what music do you like to listen to? Um, I don't want to be that person, but like, I genuinely do listen to like everything. It kind of just depends on my mood and I'm like, the same way. don't worry about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll listen to anything. Like it honestly depends on the mood I'm in. Like I love country rap, pop. I'll listen to it all. So yeah, I have a playlist for every single genre of music. So whatever mood I'm in, I can just go to that playlist. So it took me like two weeks to get these things set up, but I'm okay. happy I did because it's much very useful Pretty much every day I'm listening to music, so it's pretty useful. So. Yeah, yeah. It takes forever to make a playlist, I swear. Well, because you have to, like, find the right song. And, like, yeah. sometimes, like, if you shuffle, you want to make sure it's songs that you like. So, and the, I'm always editing them, too. I feel like I, I don't know if I'm the only one that does that, but there's some songs that I n- might need to take out of the rotation sometimes. So, now, next on hockey question is, uh, if there was a movie made about your life, who would you want to play yourself? Oh, that's a good question. Um I feel like Blake Lively. I just like love her and she's such like a strong presence. So I feel like I'd pick her for sure. I would go out for me. I'll probably do Ryan Reynolds. You know, the guy seems like a great guy. And um, 
I would be, I would just brag to people that Ryan Reynolds played me in a movie. So that's yeah. probably why I would want it, even though we, I don't think we look that much alike, obviously. So now next non-hockey question is what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? Oh, um, Oh, I, I saw like my friend from that I played um, hockey with growing up. She was like, they did a piece on her on the news about like her three sport athlete career being over. And I thought that was just like really cool that she's picked out and was on the news. Nice. Who was it? Uh, Sammy Hankinson. She played for Dinah. Oh, okay. I've honestly don't know any of the players from Minnesota, at least they're in high school. So um, yeah, that's really cool though. Shout out to her. Yeah. What's your most embarrassing hockey moment? Oof. Um, I probably have a few, but I remember we were warming up for a game in high school and I had just got my skate sharpened, so I didn't think anything of it. And I went to turn and I just ate it and I was just laying on the ice. I was like, this is horrible. I was just so embarrassed and had to get my skate sharpened really quick because lost an edge. But yeah, that was not it. No, I, I I understand that feeling. I had a teammate one time who played pond hockey the day before and didn't sharpen his skates. So he like fell on his face when he got to practice the next day. And it was one of the funniest moments on the team. I was laughing. I assume a lot of your teammates were. So I understand. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. I, I got a lot of crap about it. Even from my coach, he was standing on the bench just laughing at me. And I was like, thanks, coach. Like, <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure TV show? Um, I feel like one I could always watch no matter what is Friends. Like I've seen all the episodes so many times, but I have no problem just like going back to it. Or I watched Game of Thrones like in legit like a week or two. So that was I binged that for sure. Yeah. Um for me, I don't know. I haven't really watched a lot of TV lately. I'd probably say like maybe like like modern family like i've been watching that on tv since it's been on since it's been on tv so probably that now the game but let's ask you some teammate questions who's the funniest at on the bu women's hockey team oh gosh um katherine fulham she always finds a way to crack me up or annie fitzgerald also she's just such a big personality and she's just so funny who has the best style on the team off the ice or on the ice. Actually, let's do both. I I I would say for on the ice, it's always the goalies. So, yeah, look at Callie Shanahan. <laughs> Shout out for that. She's she's got her goalie gear on, right? Um, I'd say I like Lacey Martin's a lot because hers is kind of similar to mine. She's like kind of chill and like she always has like cool cool hoodies, cool shoes, stuff like that. And then I always I'm roommates with Brooke Disher and she's got like good game day outfits, so I'll always like get her approval on mine before we go. So. You ever steal some? Oh, I I have asked her <laughs> so many all the time. Like just borrow. We all just borrow each other's clothes. Like we just go into each other's closets and. There should be it? like a game day closet for from the whole team, just so you guys can like talk about it and stuff. Because I feel like for you guys, I always feel bad because at least for guys, it's like you just wear a suit. That's pretty much it. There's really not a lot of like. Uh, you can't really be like you can't like do you can't you don't have a lot of freedom with that. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Where you guys, you have like you can do whatever you want. So it's like hard to decide. Yeah, it's yeah. I struggle. I honestly just rotate a lot of the same ones sometimes. So, I'm I'm still waiting for a women's hockey player to wear like a suit to a game. I think that would be awesome. Like sort of. I I don't know why. I think it would be <laughs> super cool if someone did that. So, yeah, well, last. Oh, go that, ahead. Sorry. I'll throw that idea out there for someone. I that if if it happens, that would be the best uh, um, outfit of the week by far on CHT. As yeah. as I'm assuming you're aware. So. 
Now, game one more non-hockey question, I guess, is if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, uh, who would it be and why? Ooh, um, that's a good question. Um, I feel like I would have a fun lunch with Paul Bissonnette. Um, he's just so funny. Like, I crack up every time I see one of his interviews. So I think it would just be really funny to have, like, a lunch with him. I would say Ryan Whitney. Go with all the spin chicklets, guys. I feel like I like his rants on certain stuff. It always makes me laugh. And I always agree with them usually. So that's sort of why I would, I would like, like, I think it would just be us ranting about different things. So now getting back to some hockey questions now for all the younger players listening to this, what advice do you have for them on what it takes to be a college hockey player like yourself? Um, I think just put in all the work in the smaller areas that you don't think may matter as much. Like, shoot pucks every day, really just work on your skating, work on your edges, really perfect all the little things you can. And don't worry about the things you can't control that are out of your control. Like you can only really control how you play, how much effort you put in. And at the end of the day, if you're putting in 100% effort, that's the best that you can do. And if you put in 100% effort every day, you are going to get better and just don't give up and you'll get to where you want to go. Do you have any shout outs you want to give and who should we have on the pod next? Um. I think you should have Caitlin Roberts on the podcast next. She's like one of my best friends from growing up and she's, she's a character. She's so funny. So yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, May, for coming on the pod. I appreciate your time. I uh, wish you nothing but the best uh, for next season, along with the rest of your teammates and uh, have a great summer as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks for having me. Oh, oh, oh. You wanna fall in love? You get-